Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, Yeah, not a lot of dissenting opinion on Mark Adams, the former Texas Tech coach. Pretty much it's unanimous. True. He's a, he's the dirtbag. He, he's all time, all time dirtbag Hall of Fame. I couldn't do that uh, to my brother. The piece of information I was not aware of until we got to the timeout is that Mark Adams was married and had two kids. Got divorced from his wife, then got married to his dead brother's wife in November. They're married now. What? Yes. Appears that maybe there was something going on between them before. Oh, you don't think? Jeez. That's a no. Wouldn't do that. I love and, my brother too much to even think of something like right? that. And he had cancer? Yeah. He gone. He gone. Well, not to be callous, but he, yeah, he's no he's longer with his us. maker. You couldn't do that, Ty. You couldn't do that. First of all, you can't do that to your brother ever. No. Hmm. No, there you go. Now, there you go. There's that $95 haircut coming in. And your twin that brother. Wisdom. You know, they always say there's like oh. a, a, an unbelievable connection because you share a wound. You share the you share the uh, the uh, the birthing process nine months together. Somebody said, hey, did you see that wife? Come on. These guys are bad. Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Hey, goodest of the good on a uh, good, bad, and ugly Monday. Uh, can we hear from Caitlin Clark? Because... You know, she's the AP Player of the Year, um, National Player of the Year, Naismith Player of the Year, back-to-back 40-point games in the tournament in the Elite Eight round, which was a triple-double, and the incredible performance on uh, Friday night to beat mighty South Carolina, the unbeaten South Carolina Gamecocks, in a game for the ages. And then yesterday, in a losing effort, because her team wasn't as good as LSU, LSU got a ton of bench points and made 11 threes and beat them. Uh, She wasn't named the tournament's most outstanding player. I thought that was... You know, you can give, right? You can give an MVP to, of, of a sure. It's most outstanding player of the whole tournament, not just of the game yesterday. And there was no doubt about that. But let's hear Caitlin Clark, the uh, the junior. She can come back for another year at Iowa. And I also saw where she signed a bunch of endorsement deals, Buck, like three million dollars worth of NIL deals, um, um, already. So she'll come back and be doing well. But here's uh, Caitlin Clark after the season ended. The biggest thing is, you know, it's really, really special, and I don't think it's going to set in for me for quite some time. Um, I want my legacy to be the impact that I can have on young kids and the people in the state of Iowa, and I hope I brought them a lot of joy this season. I hope this team brought them a lot of joy. I understand we came up one win short, but I think we have a lot to be proud of and a lot to celebrate. Um, and 
I was just that young girl, so all you have to do is dream, and you can be in moments like this. Nice. You know, she was so humble through this whole thing, and that she is a, a we-first person, not a me-first person, without a doubt, because she's the best player, but she gives all credit to her teammates and her coaches. Uh, she was impressive to watch. And, uh, it was a great year for her team. Uh, and she'll be back next year. Also, you got to give it to uh, Kim Mulkey, obviously. I mean, gosh, she, she as a player led Louisiana Tech to a championship. Remember back with uh, – Oh, yeah. Who was the coach there? Leon Barmore, or I believe was his name, but she was the point guard. They won the championship. Coach Baylor to three, returned to LSU specifically to win a championship, and she did in two years, two seasons in. And, you know, she doesn't always do it with uh, the best humility. She does it with flair. <laughs> she does it with Ric Flair. Speaking of Ric Flair, there's major news this morning, Buck, on the heels of last night's WrestleMania 39 that uh, – UFC and WWE are merging. It's going to become a $21.4 billion operation. And I bought Vince McMahon on a good, good, bad, and ugly Monday. Back in 1982, he bought the WWE for for $1 million. $1 million. And now his uh, enterprise is worth, on his share of it, $9.3 billion following Endeavor's acquisition. $9.3 billion. That's like Jerry Jones-level investment. If, actually, more. Way to go, Vince McMahon. I don't watch wrestling, but that's a nice business. It's a nice move. haul. <laughs> that's pretty good. From $1 million to $9.3 billion. Especially for a guy that's come back from the dead of being canceled like five times at this point. Yeah, he's Teflon now. Teflon. That's a huge story this morning. And, and that's uh, his son-in-law that works all the stuff. He's just a figurehead now, I believe. But uh, remember, Jerry Jones collected all of his money. Sort of like Jerry. He's just a figurehead. No, no, Jerry's not just a figurehead. He's the coach. Coach. General manager. President. Uh, No, but Jerry scraped together as much money as he could find to buy the Cowboys in 88 for a dirt low cost. And now it's the most valuable franchise, some people would say, anywhere uh, as far as the overall value of a franchise. Just don't give in, Jerry, to that daughter of yours. Tell her to go work for her cash. You mean that's his daughter? All his other kids have a job in the front office. Why can't she get a gig? She's been getting a gig for life so far at 26. I think the tap's over. I think the money's oh, the gone. The tap started at 18. <laughs> Did the tap out start at 18? That's when she turned 18, that's, that was it? That's the child he denies, though. That's the daughter that is now 26. And I guess Jerry cut a hush money deal with the mom way back. And now she's an adult and saying, no, no, you didn't cut that deal with me. Get me in on this thing. That 18 rule, it's over with then. <laughs> you turn 18, you're on your own. You know what, Jerry? Just give me access to the yacht. You know what? Everyone's that's in a while, all I, I want on my birthday. Yacht. On my birthday, you let the grandkids use it. I, okay, I'd be fine with me. On uh, let me use it for the birthday party. <laughs> Twenty-four hours, I get the yacht. When I turn twenty-seven, let me in. I think, get the cruise. What's that name of that? Was it Lake Fork? Bravo, Eugene. Is it on Lake Fork up there? Not I, really. No, I'm pretty sure it's not in Lake <laughs> Dallas. No, <laughs> or Lake Louisville. <laughs> It's not there. You can't go, like, can't go bass no, fishing off of it. No, I don't think it. the Bravo Eugenia's docked in Lake Dallas. No, no. That's I what think we were, remember when we were looking for it? We looked in Lake Dallas. We were looking all over no, for it's, it. It's on the coast. It's on the coast. Everybody somewhere. during COVID, all everything was docked except for Jerry. Well, that is true. Was... If you missed our show during that time, Jerry, because oh. Jerry, that's what he did. He got on his yacht and oh, he yeah. went around the world essentially. And if they're during they're, COVID, well, and there's there's uh, marine traffic traffic and traveling software where you can track, and we we knew where he was. We could we, every morning we'd have an update on where Jerry's yacht is. Uh, he was all over the world, but then uh, you know the daughter might just want to want a shot. But those are our top goods of the morning so far with uh, LSU's win, uh, Caitlin Clark's performance, WWE last night. Let's get to the other headlines and trending topics uh, of a local flavor. 
Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring up to you. Start with Texas baseball. Yeah, disappointing Sunday. Uh, could have been a great weekend for the Longhorns. Instead, it turns into uh, uh, not so great. The Longhorns lose yesterday to Oklahoma State. Uh, Longhorns won the first game of that series in Stillwater over the 15th-ranked Cowboys on Friday night uh, with a 5-3 to win. They lost Saturday's game, ran into a red-hot right-hander who was dominant. 4-1 to they lost. Yesterday, though, in the all-important rubber game, Texas is up 3-0 on the first inning home run by Garrett Gilmet, the catcher. Those were the last runs the Longhorns would score. As a matter of fact, top of the ninth inning, up 3-2. to The Longhorns left the bases loaded with nobody out, didn't score a run. Then they went to the bottom of the ninth, and Zane Morehouse, their closer, uh, struck out the first batter, but then a single up the middle, back-to-back, 3-2 walks, loaded the bases, and then allowed a, and a tying run, uh, the tying run scored on a wild pitch. Then Nathan Schubert singled down the right field line and walked it off for the Cowboys. They win the last two games of the series. They're 6-3 and three in Big 12 play. Texas falls to 4-2 and two for a disappointed head coach, David Pierce. You know, this is a tough league, and we all know it. If they had blown us out, it'd be one thing. You just got boat raced, but... To be in a position to win the game and just not do it was very unfortunate. But our team, uh, they'll scratch back. We've got a tough week coming up. Air Force will be the opponent for the Longhorns. And remember, an Easter weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday series with Kansas State this weekend at the Dish. Uh, rough weekend for the 8th-ranked Texas softball team as well. They went north of the Red River as well and got swept by top-ranked Oklahoma. NBA Dallas Mavericks have tumbled out of the uh, playoff race and continued last night. They lost to Atlanta 132-130. to 130. Uh, Mavericks have lost seven of eight. They're now in the 11th spot in the West, not even in the playoff, tur- the, the play-in tournament. Also yesterday, the Rockets lost to the Lakers. Spurs won, got a victory yesterday. Major League Baseball first weekend of action in the books. Texas Rangers, one of three remaining unbeaten teams after the first weekend. They're three and zero. They beat the Phillies yesterday, two to one. Astros lost to the White Sox six to three yesterday. That they those two split that four game series down in Houston. Round Rock lost to Albuquerque ten to two. And in the PGA Tour down at TPC San Antonio this weekend, the Valero Texas Open, the Canadian Corey Connors fired a final round sixty eight to add a second. Texas Open title. His resume, he also won that tournament in 2019. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Don't be a fool this month. Come to Top Gun for great deals on steel lawn equipment and Toro, Hustler, and Gravely Mowers to kick off spring. TopGun.net will shoot you straight. Yeah, yeah I, I think I probably can go to that 50th uh, reunion, high school reunion. I by think then, you by, Well, by then, Hards will give up the gummies. <laughs> the Blue Chew. Looking to go back and do up there in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Come on yeah, now. We mentioned earlier that I got an email from a high school classmate of Bucky's that was trying to track Bucky down to invite him to a 50th high school reunion. Johnny event. Ferentino. Johnny Ferentino. And I sent that to you. And so now you've talked you talked to him talked yesterday. To him yesterday, yes. All right. Well, catching up. How's he doing? He's how's, doing well. How's Johnny Fiorentino Johnny's doing? Johnny's moved around and, you know, now back in Pennsylvania. He's like me, hadn't been there in quite a while. They got him in charge of the communication part of, I don't know, of these reunions. You know, I didn't go to 20th or 30th. 30th or Ty's got 40th. his 10th coming up over at uh, Mighty Westlake. What do you do with these things? I mean, how long how long will I be out of there? You judge eight? everyone. Is that what you do? You go, is my life better than I would think when you're pushing 70, you, you can really sit and talk about the good old days. I don't know, man. The 10th, 10th reunion, you're talking about who's who's doing better, who's got the hotter wife, who's, who's gained 48 pounds. I don't care. I'm not going with my wife. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, that you well, you better my not wife say doesn't. Well, my wife doesn't know my friends from Pennsylvania. Would she want to go? Oh, my wife doesn't. Well, you can't be go. talking about taking blue chews then. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's not going to go well at the house. I don't know. I'm not. She's not doctor an expert right in the now. field, but uh, she's at the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. You're gonna try to meet up with. Some... I'm a legend back in Bethlehem. Come on now. I believe it. I do believe that. But I'm not. I I don't think so. I come on. I no, didn't go to thirty. Or I will 10. say I've never been to one of mine. You have never been to any of them. 
No, but I've been to my wife's. Which is, and how did you find that? Is it uncomfortable? No, because I've become, over time, friends with her friends. Okay. her guy friends. Like some of her, her close guy friends have become good friends of mine. Like so. the musicians and guys, those guys? No, not Jack Ingram. Not Jack Ingram? <laughs> not, they were not Ty the does same not class. know that story. Well, yes, Jack but, Ingram, the country, they grew up, yes, that was the first person to get to second base with my wife. So that was way back. But nice. no, they, they, were not, they did not graduate the same class. Yeah, and Pam Cummings did not graduate the same class as me. Hers was last year. I still got to hear that story, too. Eventually. Pam oh. Cummings. Well, Pam was just the, the lady you lived with along with Johnny. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy and, Jimmy and it was, Pam. It was like Three's Company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, but it like was, a but studio? It was, but it was two dudes. No, we lived in a big old house. A <laughs> big old house. Big old woods. historic house in Bethlehem. Oh, man, that's too much. Uh, all right, so good, bad, and ugly. Bucky's got a 50th uh, reunion coming up. Should he go? Um, it's in August. August 4th and 5th, man. It will be hot there and steamy. And they have a big You don't think it's going to be hot there. here? Well, they have a big festival there. Coke Fest is here, and back there it's called um, Musk Fest, like in musky. Musk Fest. <laughs> I mean, it's serious. It's a big like deal. Scent? I, I will bet you a lot of money that on that day it's, more, it's a nicer weather environment in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania than here. I'll bet you a lot. You know where the concerts are? <laughs> They're in the old torn I, out I guarantee Bethlehem you it's Steel cooler in Bethlehem than here. Or you can go to oh, you can go to casinos. It's right down the road from that because they've made part of the mm-hmm. part of that and into casinos. So you know, how long will I be there for the Saturday night sit down though? Well, you know the one I, 15, 20 minutes. I went to like a the twentieth and the thirtieth, and it's you know you're out of there by ten, eleven o'clock, and then you got the late night people want to go over to the bar at the hotel. You talking on about going. my seven grandkids? Yeah, but you're you got you guys are sixty seven years old, sixty eight years old, so you guys will be out of there by nine o'clock. And we still have some memory, right? Some memory? Yeah, I mean, 68. I mean, well, I remember some well, things. Well, everybody has name tags. Everybody puts a name tag on. Oh, you have to You have to wear it? Sure, because well, they're not going to recognize it, everybody. Oh, really? I was the only black kid in my class. You think oh, they don't know re- you. Am I high? Oh, really? And you're a legend. He's <laughs> right, legend Do I need sticker. to wear a name tag into it that just thing? says legend. And yes, I have some blue chews. <laughs> hey, let's... Uh, Come on, Harge. We'll give them up. Greedy dude. Hey, so uh, other good, bad, and uglies. The Longhorn baseball team and softball team, that was a, a rough weekend. We kind of thought uh, could be could be a rough, and it turned out to be. The Longhorn women got swept, and both had a real gut punch loss because uh, Texas women were up 3-1 to one with three outs to get to give Oklahoma their first loss, and um, they coughed it up, a three-run homer walk-off. Oklahoma won that game on Saturday. Uh, and then yesterday, you know, Texas baseball, that was one where you had a chance to really, you know, to get off to a five and one start in Big Twelve play to get a win. This isn't like the end of the world loss, but at the same time, as you heard David Pierce say, it's just, it's kind of a gut punch that you you had it three outs to go, and actually in the ninth inning you had the bases loaded yourself with nobody out, and you couldn't play add on. You couldn't put a couple of insurance runs on the board, which really foreshadowed when that happens. You're like, oh man, that doesn't feel right <laughs> that you weren't able to muster a single run. Jared Thomas struck out, and then Mitch Daly grounded into a double play. And um, they went to the ninth, and that's where the Longhorns lost that ball game. But um, tough, tough losses on both ends. Also, with LSU winning the national championship on the women's side, uh, Kim Mulkey, pretty impressive. Uh, that's your coach. She's good. She's great. Legend. You're a legend. She's a legend. Is she a Hall of Famer? Oh my yes, gosh, for sure, right? Well, I mean, we just went through her resume. She won a national championship as a player, and she's now won four as a coach at two different places. And she did. She it. won three at Baylor. Oh yeah. Played in a couple others, didn't she? I mean, that, that's when UConn was and Gino Ariema. I mean, they she dethroned them. And now she's, you know, I, I do think it helped LSU, 
And I will again admit I didn't watch the game yesterday. I did watch the Friday night game with Iowa and South Carolina, which was incredible. Uh, but I was driving back from the Metroplex yesterday, so I didn't get to see the game. Uh, but I think it's fair to say that LSU benefited by Caitlin Clark's remarkable performance Friday night to not have to play South Carolina. I mean, they might have beaten South Carolina, but you know, South Carolina was on a 42-game winning streak. Um, South Carolina had some big, big ladies inside now. Well, let's all think about that. Those, Man. I don't think the players knew it. But while they were beating and taking down mighty South Carolina, you know, those those tornadoes that ravaged through the Midwest, right? they were happening like in Iowa, Indiana, I mean, happening at the same time. So a lot of the fans who were should be watching the game were like bunkered down in tornado shelters uh, trying to watch their team. And that was Yeah, quite, that thing was going night. on around 10, 11 states. Yep. Yeah, right as the game was, you know, that's, well, again, it was in different states, so different times of the evening and into the night. But that was scary. But, uh, yeah, Caitlin Clark was unbelievable. LSU, tremendous, uh, certainly on the good side of things for sure. And uh, good, bad, and ugly. Texas Rangers are off to a 3-0 start for Ty, Her- Ty Henderson. He's excited. 3-0, you feeling it? It's early, but let- let's see how the rest of the rotation <laughs> plays out before we get too excited. I like that ball club, though. Well, I sure hope Tyrese Hunter comes back here next year. Yeah, that's really the other that, that's, piece of news. Tyrese. I, I know DeSue is big for him, but I think that young guy's guard as the guy who can control the ball. I think that would be big for him to come back. Yeah, I missed, mentioned several other updates, but not this one. But Texas guard Tyrese Hunter did announce on Twitter on Friday that he's heading to the draft, but he's going to maintain his eligibility. And, again, I don't know what that means this day and age, How you what, what would lose your eligibility. He's got an agent, I guess. I mean, like a real agent. Not, no. like, not like your NIL agent because somebody's doing the money for some of these people. Oh, yeah, they all have representatives. Uh, but he will maintain his college eligibility, so if he's not happy with where he's projected, he can return to the Longhorns. Now, uh, the calendar would tell you he has until early June or mid-June to make that decision. I'm sure Rodney Terry's going to want to know sooner than that because if he's going to go, yeah, you've got to get in the portal. you got to get in the portal and replace him. Uh, and I know you're bringing in A.J. Johnson, a point guard out of California, the true freshman, and Ron Holland, your, your recruiting class, but you'd want to know. But, uh, you know, and again, this is not to begrudge Tyrese. This is, this is a, a process that he should go through. Sure. And I think Dylan Mitchell will likely do the same thing uh, when, when we hear his announcement. You know, he's a guy who came in as a, you know, some people thought when he came out of high school as a five-star kid out of Florida that he would be a one-and-done player. But we all saw him this year. He's not. He doesn't have enough offense. He's not ready. In the NBA. Uh, but he's, he can leap. He's 6'8". But he could go make some money, right? Well, potentially. And that's what he's going to go find out. What, it, what Look, if you're not projected to go in the first or second round, you know, you're going straight to the G League, you probably come back and try to create some NIL deals, which I know Tyrese already had, uh, you know, Dylan Mitchell. Uh, but this is what this is about, right? You get to go to the combines, you get to go to the, the play-in camps, and get in front of some some league personnel and general managers. Well, and, I want I would like to know what I need to do to make me better. Well, that's right. Not only do you NBA. find out where you are, they will tell you point blank. Hey, we need you to work on if you want to play in our league, and you, you need X Y Z. Go work on these things, and then they can come. They can come back and play for Texas. But the best piece of news for Rodney Terry and the Longhorns is that. Before he declared, he did talk to the coaches and said if he does come back, he's going to play here. It's not like he's going anywhere. Going somewhere. He's not going yeah. in the portal. Yeah, he'll somewhere be playing else. for the Longhorns. So uh, that is an ongoing process, and it's it, we do it every year now. It, and it's I'm sure it's challenging for coaches to the fluidity of these rosters. And again, in football, it's one thing, but when you're playing basketball and you only have five guys on the floor, right? I mean, a couple of key guys, <laughs> you, you got to replace them. I mean, you got to have them, and and you're waiting on Dylan DeSue's decision. I was told late in the week last week that. Uh, now, there was a time at the end of the year that if Rodney Terry hadn't been brought back, that Dylan DeSue was going to be gone. I mean, he would have been, see you later. But uh, Rodney is back, and that, that gives Texas a much better chance. And 
right now Dylan DeSue isn't on any draft boards either. So his best option is likely to come back and play at Texas. I think the thing for us, I don't know enough about the kids that are already here that are, were freshmen that were well, there's Arterial not playing, Morris. Not no, the ones that weren't playing. I mean, uh, Roland, Roland Brumbaugh is the only one that would be a guy. Well, and uh, Alexander Mekwe. Uh, those two players we didn't see a lot of, but you know those are freshmen who you see you see them playing into the rotation. Brumbaugh is a taller, you know, really lean point guard out of the East Coast, and uh, Anna Mekwe was on, a, I believe, on a state championship team here in Texas. Really, um, you know, guy they like a lot, both ends of the floor type of player uh, with Anna Mekwe. So you know, again, those guys likely back Arterial Morris, Dylan Mitchell, Dylan DeSue, Tyrese Hunter. Uh, and then you hit the portal if you're Rodney Terry. And, uh, you know, I think there's – Yeah, you'd like to know sooner than later, for sure. For sure. They have yeah. until June. The draft is not until late June. They, I think the, the the calendar I saw said they had until June 12th to pull their names out. Um, league needs, to, you know, 10 days to know, you know, if you're in or out. But uh, Rodney Terry would like to know probably sooner than that. Hell, by that time, Lamar Jackson will have a team probably. Somebody reminded us that Dylan DeSue did the same thing last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can do it every sure. year if you want. Uh, it says Blue Chew Bucky. <laughs> yeah, by that time, Lamar will be playing for somebody or sitting out somewhere. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers will have me lining up with the Jets for some, for some mini camps. Come on. I no, feel, no, it'll I, be summer, can we get summer this vacation. Done? You're not buying a mini camp. I'm you? not buying. Like, I still think he could just be like, nah, you know what? I'm just not going to play. Who, which no, one? No, not at Aaron. this point. No, that's oh, that would be the most Aaron Rodgers thing ever. Well, yeah, I guess you can never. I mean, not to retire, but just to say, I'm not playing this year. Yeah, he's playing. Be like, oh. ah, we'll see about next year. He's playing. They're just working out. The Packers are going to wait. I mean, even if the um, even if the Jets have to wait till after the draft, and then they'll just trade next year's number one to get him. If it's going to come down to a number one pick to get Aaron Rodgers, they'll. I mean, the draft's in three weeks. They'll go ahead and wait until after the draft. Get then, your two twos, and, get and you'll out of use there. your thirteenth pick, which they want. The Packers want that number thirteen pick. They're not giving it to you, so you wait till after the draft, and you can still make the deal with next year's pick. Do you think there's any other teams that are might try to slide in on, on this? Aaron Rodgers does he have DMs? a does he have a no trade clause where he can decide? Yeah, or? you know Aaron's kind of running that show. It's too far down the road for it not to happen. I mean, they've they've signed players that he wants to play with. Right. It's about compensation between the two teams, and like I say, I think it's a game of chicken between now and the, the closer third. it gets, the quicker yeah, the, it's done. The draft is the Thursday, the last Thursday of April, so we're into the month of April. So. At some point, because the Packers are going to want to get something that they can draft in this draft. So if the Jets aren't going to give up 13, maybe they would settle for the two seconds, right? They have two second-round picks because they traded Elijah Moore to the Browns for the Browns' second. So they have back-to-back picks in the second round. Maybe that's what it comes to. Listen to this. Don't even pack your clothes. Just move in your hot sister-in-law and wear your brother's clothes and drive his car and marry his wife. This is horrible. This is a bad story, E. This is not – no. No, no, no. We're coming up on Easter – you know, Good Friday's well, coming up, Easter our, Sunday. Our female, yeah, that's not right. One of our female listeners texted and said, you know, maybe his brother said, hey, really take care of my wife. And he misunderstood. No, like, really take care? He misunderstood. <laughs> I want you to really take care of my wife. <laughs> I, and he misunderstood that, huh? Well, huh. Yeah, yeah, brother. I don't think he meant divorce your wife and marry mine. I think that's what that meant in the Bible. Because remember, he was like quoting Bible verses at his players. You can't do that. About slavery. Cain and Abel situation. Well, and think about that because people did defend Mark Adams for using a Bible verse, but it was about slavery, uh, about who the boss is. And He's I'm, had a bad year. But the players know that whole story. And so you got, you got this coach who's now married to his dead brother's wife telling you about Bible verses going, dude, get out of my face. <laughs> Come on, man. 
You married your dead brother's wife. You can't do that to your brother. I'm not listening to you. Right? You can't do that to your brother. No, right, you, Ty? You, you just can't do that. Honestly. Please say no. You no, just can't. you can't. That takes, no, I mean, there's you. a bro code. You can't do it to your best friend. <laughs> so that's, There you go. Thank Certainly you. Certainly can't do it to your twin brother. <laughs> there's a bro code is right. It, it is your bro. You can't do it. Yeah, I've got my jaw broken in a similar situation. Nobody died, but. <laughs> Did you take one for her? No, you were in the wrong place. You took, one for, you took yeah. one for the team? Just got in a sticky situation. Ooh. Ooh. That, that we need to hear. No. That's we'll what the show's that. for. Well, come on. Uh, come clean, Ty. We'll pick it up. Uh, if you're just tuning we're in. We're going to get this from him, and then it'll get out, because it always does. If you're just tuning in on a good, bad, and ugly Monday, Ty did spend over $100 on a mullet, which is pretty cool. Uh, we've got the hairdo. If you want to go to our Twitch channel, you can see that. Uh, also, Buck's thinking about going to his 50th uh, high school reunion, and we're talking some sports. It's being on the Horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. B&A with you on a big, good, bad, and ugly Monday. LSU, the champs on the women's side tonight down in Houston. They will decide the men's champion, UConn and San Diego State. You were listening to this show way back when the brackets were revealed, I believe that Monday after. It was a good, bad, and ugly Monday, and uh, it was Ty Henderson through the glass who uttered the name San Diego State as a five-seat out of the West, as a sleeper to watch. And that West was loaded, too, right? I mean, they had a lot of top teams. Arizona. Arizona was out there. They lost early uh, to what? who they lose to. Fairly Dickinson beat Princeton. Purdue. Oh, Princeton knocked them out. Then Princeton won another game in this crazy tournament. So tonight it kind of feels like UConn. Uh, it doesn't feel like it. It looks like it. They've been the best team for the last two weeks and into the third week without a doubt. Haven't played a game in the single digits yet. They've pretty much blown everybody out. Um, but this is a tournament unlike any other. So never say never with San Diego State, as we said, with seven seniors and two juniors. They're one of the oldest teams we've ever had in college basketball as far as experience. And they showed that in that final few minutes of the game with uh, with uh, Florida Atlantic on uh, on, fr- on Saturday night, Buck, because that was Florida Atlantic's game, and they let it get away. And uh, the the veteran leadership at uh, at San Diego State never never blinked, never called timeout at the end either. They didn't, and they the, the coach said that they he asked you guys you want if we get a stop here or when we get a stop here, um, do you want me to call timeout? And the could, player said no, let it go. We we got it, and of course. Um, the Butler, Lamont Butler, went down and knocked down the shot as the time expired. That was almost out of bounds. He almost ran out of bounds. Yeah, it looked like it for after. I'm sure the coach was like, as he's running to the baseline, Lamont Butler. It's like, well, maybe I should have called a timeout because this wow, is going. I'm, stuck. Very, I'm about to be stuck here in this corner because you know I'll give the coach credit because if he doesn't, if he dribbles the ball out of bounds there or whatever, he's going to get ripped. Oh yeah, of course. Coast he is. to coast for not calling a timeout and setting up a better play. Why didn't you call a timeout? Why didn't you call a timeout? He would have taken that big time. Oh yeah. Uh, instead, he trusted his team, and they made him look uh, like the smartest guy in the room. And uh, even the look on his face when the ball went through, you could kind of tell he's like, well, I, that worked. <laughs> I wasn't sure, uh, but that worked. Thank you, Lamont. And if you listen to the, the call from Jim Nance, and we played a couple of times, he said it because it they didn't have their offensive best offensive players on the floor. They had their defensive unit, their best defensive unit, to get a stop because they had to get a stop to get the ball back, and they got the block shot. But at that point, they didn't have their best offensive players. Is that off a missed free throw? No, it's off a block shot. It was off a block? Yeah, let's hear it again from Jim Nance, and you'll hear him say it. 
uh, in the transition from, from one end of the floor to the other that they don't have their best shooters on the floor. Here's Jim Nance from the game on Saturday night that uh, went to the buzzer. Big time, big time. Nothing but net. Nothing but net. That was that was a that was a definition of a jump shot, Buck. He elevated. It was Kimba Walker esque. It was. Yeah, it was. You're right. It it was you know Keith Smart, um, Kimba Walker. I mean, among the uh, the best we've ever seen, uh, right there. And that's Lamont Butler. The Butler did it. He is a legend. And obviously, if they go on to win the game or win tonight, it'll be one for the ages. And at this point, it just gets them to the final game. If they go on to win it. Watch out. Lamont Butler. Mm-mm-mm. I don't think so. I, I think that Connecticut has just been too good. They're too damn tall. <laughs> Dan Hurley's done a heck of a job. And, uh, you know, he was proud after the game that they won over Miami. Remember Miami, the big story was best team money could buy with the NIL deals and the boosters. Dan Hurley was real quick to say that we don't have a single player that has an NIL deal. And I I – didn't know that, but that's what Dan Hurley said. How could that? No, 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 no. He said that we didn't have a single player come here because of an NIL deal. Not, not, sure. not they have them now, but they didn't come here. Somebody's for it. getting a free milkshake somewhere. <laughs> he, he was. He said we don't have a single player that came here, and he was taking a shot at Miami and the new way of being able to build a roster, um, promises and incentivizing them. But uh, big time buzzer beater tonight. Uh, it's a seven point line. Again, my annual gripe of. It tips off at 8.20, which means it won't end. If I'm going to stay up to see one shining moment, that's going to happen about. Oh, yeah, because you have to see that. What what Texas moments are going to be included? A lot of them. I was just thinking about it. Timmy Allen half-court shot. Yeah. Make it. That would be there. Got to put Dylan DeSue in there for his Penn State performance in the uh, 28-point game. At least one of his shots. Maybe the Dylan Mitchell alley-oop dunk uh, in the Miami loss where he got up and uh, threw it down late in the game. It was going to be in your lot, little dude from K State, <laughs> Marquise Noel. Yeah, you know his fake alley oop dunk where he was pretending to talk to the coach, and then, or yeah, back door. Come on, man. Hey, boy, he had a hell of a. Is tournament. he going to be back? Was he a senior? He's a senior, I believe. Who? Marquise Noel. Will he be back at Kansas State? No, next he's year? he's putting his name in for the draft. He's going to go see it. He might, he might have a spot on a team in the NBA. Well, people remember Muggsy Bogues, Spud Webb. I mean, that's J.J. Barea. And what is it, by the way, about Kansas State and short dudes? I don't know. They are the home of Deuce Vaughn, Darren Sproles, and now Marquise Noel. What is going on Old there? dude from Seattle. Tyler Wide receiver. Yes. Well, I mean. Old ball he's, like tw- he's like 28. So. He's not. No, he's not. Tyler Lockett is not 28. Go ahead and look up 30 right now. That dude is moving towards 40. He is not 28 he's years old. 28 Tyler years old. He's 30. Yeah, thank you. That guy's you been started calling him an old dude when he was 27, so now we're getting to a 3-0. And, and go know. ahead and just go ahead and take all the rest of that stuff off the top of your head. That's not hair any longer. He I does just, have the, yeah, no, no. LeBron, the LeBron James hairline guy. That, that's, sure. It's been gone, so just go ahead and get used and to he's it. He's 5'10", listed. Who? Tyler Lockett. Yeah. 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 But, but think about dudes like – Deuce Vaughn is going to try his hand at the NFL. Marquise Noel is going to try it at the NBA level. We know that Darren Sproles was a pro bowler in the NFL, but these guys are like tiny. For the for the sport they're playing, I mean, they're tiny. Like Jose Altuve small. 
versus, I mean, in baseball, it doesn't really matter. In football, in basketball, you know, height and size is fairly important. But uh, obviously, the K-State has It won't a, be when you have your new quarterback after the draft. You won't be saying that about your guy. Who? Bryce Young. I want C.J. Stroud. You're not getting C.J. Stroud. It's not happening. Carolina's going to— Don't think that Bruce Feldman mock draft thing I read from earlier didn't drive me crazy. Look on all the drafts. He is not going to be—he's going to be a Texans, and there's nothing wrong with that. I want C.J. Stroud. That's the only thing wrong with it. And the Texans—I I don't know if the Texans had stayed at number one, would they have taken Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud? I think— these it doesn't matter. They're going to tell you that's the guy they wanted anyway. I'm not, I don't care what they tell me. I know what I wanted. I wanted C.J. Stroud <laughs> to be the quarterback no, of the Texans. No. They when they get do. Bryce Young, they're going to say, you know what? All along, this is who we were going to take even if we were to be the number one. I know you're saying one. that, and it's fine. I'm talking about who I would want to be the quarterback of my favorite team, and that's C.J. Stroud, and they may not get that now. Because I like Bryce Young, but I like C.J. Stroud. I think he's the total package. But time will tell. But the Texans coughed up that ability. And, of course, when they take Bryce Young, they're going to say, that's who we want. Not a lot of great history with Ohio State quarterbacks. And, I don't know, little quarterbacks in the NFL, not many of them, you know. Uh, Here is another quote from one of the coaches in the Bruce Feldman mock draft about C.J. Stroud. His accuracy downfield is special. He's bigger than you think, faster and harder to sack than people realize. Oh, I believe that for sure, that whole thing about sack, him and not being able to get out of the way. He's pretty good. In in preparing for him, I thought he was better than Trevor Lawrence. He's such a pure passer, can make all the throws. That's kind of my thought on, no. I mean, because when you start digging into C.J. Stroud and you start talking to the Ohio State coaches, they just rave about him. And I do. They, I know they do about Bryce Young, too. Nothing against Bryce Young. My only question is, I think C.J. Stroud is a bigger player and more sturdy, uh, more durable, and he has a stronger arm than, than Bryce Young. That's Again, if I have to choose, if I'm the, a Texans fan, which I am, and an observer, I would like to have C.J. Uh, Stroud as my quarterback. But, again, he's likely to go to Carolina. Texans will take Bryce Young, and we'll see where that would goes. Would you be upset if they didn't take Bryce Young and took somebody else? Will yes. Levitz or yes. No, oh, my gosh. Richardson, Don't would you be that. upset at that? Don't say that. That That is something the Texans, as an organization, would do. Yeah, go ahead and take Mario Williams. Pass on Aaron Rodgers. Don't want Peyton Manning when he's sitting there. I think they can sit back team. and screw up for another year and wait till the guy from oh, they the USC. Screw up. USC's guy. My man Lovey Smith screwed it up in the week 18 while we're having this debate. Did he get himself a job? No. Why? You know how much money that guy's got? Yes. I mean, he doesn't have to do anything for a He's year. He's hang out with David Culley and count their <laughs> money courtesy of the Texans. For a year? Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Okay, so we've got a lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of ugly from the busy weekend. We told you off the top of the hour that the breaking news is that uh, if you watched WrestleMania last night, uh, big development there. UFC's parent company is set to buy the WWE, so Uf- UFC, Ultimate Fighting Championship, and uh, World Wrestling Entertainment are merging. That'll bring and combine the reality of mixed martial arts with the sports entertainment theater of professional wrestling. It is seen is now a $21.4 billion sports and entertainment enterprise. Uh, pretty big deal. Um, but yeah, I know there's a ton of UFC. Are UFC fans, wrestling fans in general, or probably not? Or what am I thinking there? They're not happy about that. I mean, this is not going to turn into a drama. W- no, I think there's a, they're they're merging. They're going to uh, combine forces apparently. And obviously, Endeavor is the the main name here. It's a company that, that is the primary owner of UFC, and they're moving to buy. And this is where we talked about you know a nine point three billion dollar windfall for Vince McMahon. Uh, now, which day. WrestleMania just happened? 39. 39? WrestleMania 39. Stu's been to everyone. So is that 
the 39th WrestleMania this year. No. no ever. So WrestleMania is like the Super Bowl. Yes. Yes. I guess. Which they do maybe Don't twice a year. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll have to learn. I've been learning about NASCAR recently, so I might have to. Don't do it to yourself. To well, wrestling is fake. Okay. Wrestling is scripted. So it's not real. Hey, I, I saw they a guy really tore are, his quad last night. Well, I know. They really are great athletes. There's yeah, no you debate can about get that. Hurt, you can They're get hurt. incredibly athletic. There's no one debating their strength. And when you're flying in the tables out of the ring. Snoop Dogg pinned a guy last night. He was out there. Snoop Dogg pinned the guy, which that tells you how fake it is. <laughs> yeah, he pinned the, what, the, what is he called? The Wiz? The Miz? The Miz? Isn't that guy from Austin? Well, he, no. Wasn't he, he on Real World with Kevin? Yes, he was. He was on the Real World episode with Kevin Dunn that year. Was there any Pauls involved in this? Any of Rand Paul's sons out there? Where does that come from? Logan. What, was he, he talking in? about Logan Paul? Oh, Logan was he, Paul. Was he into wrestling? He's in the WWE yeah. now, yeah. He's a boxer. Or so no, J- One of them Jake's, is a wrestler. Logan is the, yeah, I don't know. I don't One of them does wrestling and one of them, one of them does, does boxing. One of them does boxing, okay. Uh, this says, guys, that looked like MJ 1982. That's a good one. When Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan with the North Carolina Tar Heels hit that baseline jumper. Uh, yeah, that was a big-time shot for Lamont Butler. And uh, San Diego State will live to play another night, and that will be tonight against the Huskies of UConn, who are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. We'll talk more about it. Your thoughts on the wrestling, if you saw it, or the UFC merger. A lot of top stories this morning. I'm having fun with you. Coming back, it's Gossip and Your Blitz. Let's load it up. 447-3776. It's b and get that from? Did Tawana tell you that? Did Tawana tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? b with you. It's Salacious Gossip brought to you by Bud Light, the icy cold Bud Light. So if you had a great weekend with some cold Bud Lights, watching baseball, going to baseball, or one of the myriad of events over the weekend with some ice cold Bud Lights, doing it safely and smartly. But, man, we had uh, Kite Fest and Buda Birthday, and there was a, like 40 different events this weekend. Auditorium Shores had the Urban Music Festival, Buck. That's where you would find Pitbull on a rope, potentially. You know what I'm saying? Down at that event. Other events throughout town, but do it with Ice Cold Bud Light, the official domestic beer partner of the Texas Longhorns, the Texas X's, and the Texas OU game. And it's just dang good on these muggy days that we've had. You've got to make a run out to Brown Distributing to pick up some... Uh, Get ready for the Mullet Open. Mullet Open's a month away now. Almost a month away, yeah. Month, uh, you know, early May, right? May 5th. Yeah, the Thursday Cinco and de Friday. Mayo. Thursday and Cinco de Mayo, Friday. And then the day after your event is the Kentucky Derby. Yes, sir. i got a lot of quick movements to do. And you don't move very quickly these days. No, no. Hey, uh, we had the CMT Awards last night right here in our Fairburg, right here in Austin, Texas. Moody Center hosted the Country Music Television Awards on CBS TV last night. And, it, you know, as expected, there were some highlights and some lowlights. It was, you know, country, mu- country music is now pop music. We know that. So the likes of Slash and uh, who's this guy, Jelly Roll, that was there? Some guy, Jelly Bean, Jelly Roll. Got tattoos all over his face. He won some award for some video he did. There, there were some lowlights. Mm. Megan the Stallion was there for some reason at the Country Music Television Awards, giving out an award. But there were some highlights, too, because our good friend Gary Clark Jr., he did an incredible rendition of The Houses Are Rockin', a Stevie Ray Vaughan classic. That was really good. I thought, uh, what else I liked last night? Winona Judd. Of course, her mother uh. committed suicide recently. She came out, and she did a uh, cover of the Foreigner 80s hit, I Want to Know What Love Is, and it was good. I don't know. I think she sang with Ashley McBride. I thought it was a great collaboration. Um, what else did I see last night that was good? Shania Twain, 58 Shania years young, Twain, Buck. Yes. Bringing it. Looking like uh, 
you know, young Shania. How did old? How about Sunday night? How'd she look? Carrie Underwood. She won. She performs. They they recorded her performance earlier in the week on that okay. stage out of Congress, I believe. But she she brought her legs. She uh, brought her legs with her. Her legs came with her. She wore a high skirt, so you got to see him. I would also say that, uh, the, as I said earlier, we played a little bit of it. The collaboration between Darius Rucker, Hootie and the Blowfish, and the Black Crows, Chris Robinson, they did a they did a duet of uh, "She Talks to Angels," which was the Black Crows' first really big hit off their "Shake Your Moneymaker" album, and uh, I thought it was really good. So uh, that was happening in the in our little city here, Buck. Among everything else, the Country Music Television Awards. Lots going on for these tonight, weekends. Tonight, Final Four down in Houston, championship game up in Dallas. They had the championship game of the women's Final Four yesterday. So, good stuff. And, yeah, your guy, uh, Corey Connors, the Canadian. Yes, sir. I was You're, there the last time he won. Won, won the uh, Texas Open. Mm-hmm. And we also had this uh, from Salacious Gossip before your blitz. Did you know that the three senators in the state of North Carolina have introduced a bill to ban participation trophies at youth sporting events? They get government funding. They claim they're making kids too soft. Yay or nay? I'm with that. Or what is the participation trophy? You mean the second place? Everyone gets a ribbon. No, no. Oh, you mean like everybody. Everyone gets a trophy. No. Nobody goes home without one. No. Everyone walks home happy even if they were in last place. What do you think? Just the mullet open everybody gets something? That's terrible. Uh, All right. Let's go to your blitz. Let's hit it. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz, brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. Here we go. First Blitzer, you're up. Hey, buddy. Yes. Say, oh, you mom told me ain't nothing wrong with marrying your brother wife. He say, where he from? Your sister and cousin, fair game. <laughs> wow. Oh, you Mark. Now that he lives in Norman, nice. Back to Norman. Next Blitzer, talk to us. <laughs> We are New York. We love basketball. We're going to take it all because we're the New York Knicks. We're the New York Knicks. New York Knicks. Thanks, Sal. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Coach. Yes. Two things for you. Where's that Blitz caller? San Diego, too bad. (laughs) um, You're going to have to send E to sensitivity training because he's already criticizing his future midge quarterback as well as the people (laughs) of Kansas State. (laughs) His new quarterback is coming, a little guy. Next blitzer, you're up. Well, another reason to watch the championship game tonight, Jim Nance will hand out his last tie. This is it, isn't it, for him? Is that right? Yeah. I mean, he's done with it? Done the with Final it. Four? I think so. Next blitzer, you're up. Didn't know that. Shout out to Gary Clark Jr. Get Austin proud. Thank you very much. He did. I thought he did great. Why can't y'all be like him? What, the house is a rockin', don't bother knocking? Don't bother. Oh, yeah, really. It's going to be my blue chew. Next <laughs> blitzer, you're up. Bucky, dude, I am the original Jelly Roll. This is Mike McCarthy. <laughs> oh, God. Next blitzer, you're up. If you decide to work for your money, please don't do it on the other side of the glory hole. I don't want to be your dad and your granddad at the same time. <laughs> wow. Next Blitzer, talk to us. Kaitlin Clark going after that max $80,000 contract in the WNBA. I'm going to go like Mike Gundy. I still won't watch it. That's garbage. Oh! He was uh, must see TV over the weekend. Let's go! Yeah. Is that what the contract is in WNBA? Max with 80 grand? Well, she's making more than that on NAL deals already. Got to believe that. And, and Ames. Not Ames. Uh, 
Where's Iowa City where Iowa is, right? Hawkeyes? Iowa Hawkeyes. City, Iowa? Caitlin Clark. How about her performance Friday night? That was like uh, Steph Curry kind of stuff. Dude, I watched that game. Me too. Yep. Had me uh, watching. You and everybody. The highest rated college basketball game on ESPN in like 15 years. Male I don't watch female. very many of those games. Here we go. <laughs> but I watched that one. Did you say that? Did I? Yeah. Well, I don't watch very many of those games. I know. That was good. That was intriguing. Maybe you'll watch more now moving forward. Probably not. We'll be back. <laughs> B&E on the Hornets Masters Week. We've got your good, bad, and ugly from the weekend and looking forward to a lot of fun coming. It's B&E.